Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada, and this podcast is a place where I talk about all things kindergarten. I pick a topic for the week, and I share my thoughts, my ideas, my learning around that topic. Thank you for so much for joining me for another episode of the Kindergarten Creative Kindergarten Podcast. I'm so excited uh, to be almost on episode 170. We're either on episode 169 or 170. I cannot keep track anymore um, of how many podcasts I've done, but I was just thinking about how many episodes I've done, how many topics I've covered, and I'm just blown away that people are tuning in and listening to me talk basically to myself every week. So I appreciate you and I'm so happy that you are here. I usually mention this at the end of the podcast episode, but I should definitely mention it at the beginning. If you are not already following the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, make sure that you do so that you stay updated. Whenever I put out new episodes, usually it's every Tuesday, but you know, with a newborn, well, I guess he's not a newborn anymore. I guess he's gone into the infant stage with a a baby around. Sometimes it gets a little hectic, but uh, usually every Tuesday, a new podcast episode gets put out. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about, I think, a topic that I've covered before, but I've been mulling it over for the past two days, and I just wanted to share my thoughts around it. Again, this is my podcast. It's my ideas, my thoughts, my reflections at this point in time of my life. Not saying that I didn't do things differently in the past and I won't do things differently in the future or that, you know, you as an educator need to necessarily follow everything that I'm saying or doing, but it's more of like my reflections for this podcast episode. And I just hope that, you know, others are self-reflecting and thinking about their practice in the classroom as well. Um, So yeah, I'm going to talk about a little bit this week about celebrating holidays in the classroom. We've entered the month of December where there's a lot of different holiday celebrations that are happening. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out, uh, Hanukkah starts Thursday evening and ends next week. And there's also the winter solstice. There is Christmas. There's Kwanzaa, New Year's. We're entering that busy time of the holiday season where there's lots of different celebrations happening. Of course, Christmas is like the biggest one commercially, I would say. Uh, We see it in advertisements. We see it centered, you know, on the radio, on TV shows, you know, everywhere you look, everything's centered around Christmas at this time of the year. And I want to make sure that, you know, as an educator who is engaging in self-reflective practice and we want you know, to have a classroom that is inclu- an inclusive space that celebrates everybody, um, you want to make sure that you are not also centering Christmas in your classroom as like the norm. I'm guessing this would be different if you were, you know, a- in a different, like I'm in a public school. If you're in the like a Catholic board or something like that, I guess it would be different around this time of the year about centering Christmas. But me teaching in a public board at a school with students from all over the world, I want to make sure that I'm not centering Christmas as the norm for this time of the year. Even if I taught at a school with all students who all celebrated Christmas, I would still be very mindful of making sure that, you know, we're not just like creating the sense that everybody celebrates Christmas and that Christmas is like the norm for this time of the year. We want to ensure that 
we are treating Christmas just like any other holiday for this uh, during the school year. So if you are, you know, talking about Hanukkah, I would, you know, spend the same amount of time talking about Christmas and creating um, Christmas activities around the symbols and traditions around Christmas, just as I would about Kwanzaa or about Lunar New Year that's coming up. And I want to ensure that as an educator, I'm really reflecting on, you know, the artifacts that are in the classroom. Is it reflective of the students that are in my space? Uh, a couple years ago, I was able to find a menorah that we were able to add to our classroom space. Uh, I always looked for a Kanara for Kwanzaa and... I just was never able to find one that was reasonably priced. But if I'm always at this time of the year keeping my eyes out for a canara as well to add to the classroom space. And, you know, the books that we are reading are going to be books about the different celebrations at this time of the year. I'm not going to just mention Hanukkah one day and then spend the rest of the month of December when we're in school talking about Christmas. I want to make sure that I am spending just as much time on other holidays and learning about other holidays and celebrating them as I am on Christmas. That's so when we're I'm talking about like not centering Christmas, I'm not saying like don't celebrate Christmas. Of course, talk about celebrate Christmas. If I'm putting up a menorah, I can also put up a little Christmas tree next to it. It's 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 just about making sure that we're not placing a bigger importance on Christmas than we are on other celebrations because I want to make sure that my students that, you know, celebrate Ramadan feel that they are their um, traditions, their holidays, their uh, lived experiences are just as, as important as somebody's who is celebrating Christmas in my classroom. So that was kind of my thoughts around celebrating holidays around this time of the year. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about something that I'm seeing on social media a lot of. And again, I guess this would be different if I was in the Catholic board rather than the public board. So I don't know how different it would be. But I see a lot of educators. And again, these are my personal reflections. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just engaging in personal reflection after seeing these posts. I'm seeing a lot of posts about creating Christmas lists and wish lists for Santa and, you know, um, writing out letters to Santa and delivering letters to Santa. And I can't help but think that a lot of this, if I was to do an activity like that in my classroom, a lot of my students would have no idea what and the world I'm talking about. <laughs> they don't, that they're newcomers to Canada or they don't celebrate Christmas. So why would they be writing a letter to, you know, uh, Santa when Santa might not be visiting their house? So you have to be very mindful of, you know, the students in your classroom and, you know, writing letters to Santa or writing out Christmas lists might not be, first of all, meaningful to them in any way. And also, like when Santa isn't going to visit their house because that's not something that their family celebrates. Well, now they're wondering why, you know, Santa didn't visit their house, even though they wrote a letter to Santa. So I, I just want to make sure that, you know, even though we're seeing posts like that on Instagram, that we're very mindful of, you know, what that means for our classroom and our student population and our school community and really thinking about what kind of impact that could have on them. And the other piece I really wanted to talk about, even if all of the students in your classroom do celebrate Christmas and Santa will be visiting all the students in your classroom, this year is has been really rough, like for a lot of families. 
And students making these big, long Christmas lists where they they believe that Santa is going to be able to deliver that, all these presents might not be a possibility for all of the students in your classrooms. And I want to make sure that we're really mindful of that as well as we are, you know, uh, letting students create these long lists of items that they would like to have um, delivered on Christmas morning from Santa. And just being really careful around you know, how we're approaching those kinds of activities in our classroom, because I'm all for, you know, the cutting activities and practicing those fine motor skills and those engaging lessons where they're looking and through catalogs and cutting out things that they want to add to their Christmas list. And I'm all for, you know, all that, that skill building and making it meaningful for students in the classroom. But at the same time, I want to be really mindful of how um, that might impact families and how that might impact uh, perceptions of what Christmas is going to be like this year for the little ones, right? And so yeah, just really thinking about these activities and thinking about your school population and thinking about your classroom and really reflecting on what's best practice for your students and for yourself as an educator and what that looks like. Um, I've preached reflective practice on this podcast, I think, since day one. And this is just part of that, of what is December going to look like? What is the holiday season going to look like for you and your students? And that's going to be different for everybody. And it's going to be different from year to year. And as an educator, we grow and adapt and we change things to meet the needs of our students. And the holiday season is no different from from that as well. Um, The other piece is the elf on the shelf. I am, listen, I have strong opinions on the elf on the shelf. And the elf is not somebody who has, who visited my classroom in the past few years and is not uh, uh, something that has visited my house personally. Uh, it's just not something that I see as uh, meaningful in our classroom environment. So also reflecting on things like that, that we see as the norm, we see it online and we see how um, other educators are doing it. And we think, oh, because they're doing it, I have to do it. And no, no, we don't. Um, we can, we can, you know, pick and choose what is best for us as educators and best for our students. And we can really look to social media for fun ideas and, you know, engaging and meaningful uh, practice and, you know, to inspire us and to push us and to do all kinds of things. Social media is great, but social media is also like this, I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's like this micro micro uh, community of like where you see a lot of people doing things because everybody else is doing them and we have to make sure that you know we're not just doing it because we think we have to or we you know we we think oh everybody else is doing it so I must I must have to do it as well and I want to make sure that I'm putting it out there that no if you don't want to do it if you don't think it's best for you and you don't think it's best for your students then you do not have to engage in these kind of activities and you do not have to invite the elf on the shelf to your classroom even if you know other classrooms in your school might be doing it it just might not be what's best for you and your students and that's what happened last year in our classroom the elf visited other classrooms um in in our kindergarten er, like our kindergarten teams classrooms but it, it didn't come to our classroom it was not invited into our space and i have just 
my personal reasons why I don't want an elf on the shelf um, in our classroom. And that's okay. You do not have to do it, even if other people in your school have to do it. Uh, the first day that the elf had visited other classrooms, we did get some questions from students as to why the elf wasn't in our classroom as well. And I just said, oh, well, that's just not somebody that something that was invited to our our classroom at this time. You know, they they have one that was invited to their classroom. We'll do other things, uh, but we won't have an elf. And honestly, I think after the first day and I answered and just said, no, there's no elf coming today. After that first day, like they completely forgot about it. Like they didn't, it wasn't even a big deal anymore. Um, students can talk about what their elf is doing at home if that's something that they engage in at home. But uh, yeah, it wasn't a big deal to them after that first day. So do do what's best for you. You do you. And that is basically, I should title this podcast episode that you do you. And, you know, do what's best for you. Do what's best for your students. And just engage in that reflective practice just because you see everybody else do it. Does that mean you have to do it? And yeah, I think that's all I have to say on that subject. If you have any reflections on this, if you disagree, you agree, make sure you send me a message over on my Instagram. I love engaging in discussions around this. It moves my own self-reflective practice forward as well, being able to hear different points of view. So it's not just me talking into a microphone about a subject. So make sure you reach out to me over on my Instagram at creative kindergarten blog on TBT, or you can find me on my blog, creativekindergartenblog.com. And yeah, thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you all again next time. Have a great day.